And we're live. And we're live. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> now you may be thinking, where is sexy Kev? And well, I got some news for you. Sexy Kev was so tired of our merch not coming in time that he flew to a warehouse <laughs> to figure it out. Yeah, he's with uh, Supply Chain right now on site. <laughs> he just couldn't wait. He needed our merch to come, and so he took it in his own hands. And so while he's gone, Vu and I, Boo Radley, we're going to hold the fort down. Mm-hmm. The entourage needs some content, and so we're yep. bringing them some content. Yeah, it's crazy. Is this the fourth or fifth episode of the year already? I think it's four. I think this is four. Yeah. We have been grinding every week. Yeah. We have been sticking to the schedule. You know, was one, I think it was one content. of our resolutions, right? Consistent yeah. content. Exactly. We're giving the people what they want. It's what they want. They can scream <laughs> about it. You know, shout our out mentions to are our off fans. the chain. <laughs> Shameless plug to follow us on all our social media. Absolutely. Right now. <laughs> Let's not wait till the end. Follow us now. Yeah. Follow along. But yeah, Vu, how, how you been doing? It's yeah. just me and you. How you been mm-hmm. doing? Not too bad. I've been watching some movies, and it looks like you have been too. Hopefully, school's not too busy for you right now. I know that's school's not too bad. I know it's going to pick up, but that's Mm -hmm. why I've been able to grind out these pods with you boys. Mm -hmm. I hope to keep it up because it's definitely one of the highlights of my week. Yeah, it's definitely a good time. So, should we just get into it? Let's get into it. Yeah, the people. We're talking some movies that we've seen, and then we have a special Valentine Valentine's Day themed bracket yeah for we know you guys love the brackets (laughs) the people love the brackets we love doing them too so before we hit the bracket vu tell me about some of these movies you've been seeing and les critique yeah so i guess the biggest one i've seen recently was i finally got around to watching dumb money very very good i know sexy kept big fan what do you think for those of you who don't know, Dumb Money follows kind of like the Wall Street bets boys during the Reddit phase, the COVID phase, where they were just pumping stocks. So the big one on here during this movie was GameStop. And it just follows the story about how this one guy on Reddit just thought it was super undervalued and went on streams just to promote how he thought like GameStop was like the big thing. And it screwed over a lot of the hedge funds that were shorting the stock. So it's cool to see the little guys win in this movie. Did you get it on the uh, AMC or GameStop buzz? I did not. I mean, I'm a loyal AMC fan, but I wish I could have invested in the beginning. They're going to sponsor us. It's going to happen. <laughs> They're going to be giving us stock. <laughs> For how big of influence we are. Yeah. Where, where were you in this during the, the GameStop wall street bets boys were you bet were you uh investing i believe i was in south america okay when that was going down because that was was that during covid or around covid time during covid i believe Yeah, yeah so i was in south america i was watching it from afar yeah i think i think my brother got into it made some money nice but yeah i just i wish i was following whatever you know, because I'm on Reddit, but whatever Reddit thing this guy was in and people were, you know, kind of getting into it as well. I really wish I could have just thrown some some dumb money into it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's crazy to see like how the hedge funds and Wall Street operates. It's crazy to see 
how brokerage firms like Robinhood operated because that follows that as well. Mm. Um, yeah, that's and right because they of, stopped trading, right? Yep, exactly. So it shows like the drama behind it and how like it's all manipulated. And uh, honestly, the cast was all star in this movie. You had Seth Rogen in it, Sebastian Stan, Nick Offerman, like. This was. Oh, in... Don't forget Pete Davidson. Oh yeah, Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> our boy heavy hitter. Yeah. Long time listener, Pete Davidson. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Big fan of the pod. <laughs> Big fan of Fap. <laughs> Big Fap guy. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy how like the cast was an all-star cast, and it's just it's wild to see like stuff that we lived through being turned into movies. Right. That's a quick turnaround too. Yeah. That was like two years ago, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, it's super informative because I didn't even understand everything that happened. I mean, obviously I watched from afar during this, but I wasn't on Reddit or anything. I just saw that they were pumping the shit out of the (laughs) (laughs) stock. But yeah, it's cool. Have you seen big short? I have not, but that is reminds me of the big short from what you've been saying. Because they bet against the banks, right? Is that what happened in the big short? Yeah, during the 2008 like housing crisis, housing crisis. Yeah, some really smart guy played by uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, it's really it's just a really good movie because it's it's like you were saying like they explain it in a way where you're like, oh, this is like uber complicated but i actually kind of understand it yep and it's fucked yep exactly (laughs) and i'm pretty sure the eldest boy is in that movie right he is (laughs) (laughs) another reason to watch it shout out to the fappies coming up we got a big award yep exactly (laughs) but dumb money was a great movie super informative um all-star cast and I was intrigued throughout the whole thing. It, it's crazy to see stuff that you know we lived through get explained again already. You know, <laughs> for That's the people like us, exactly who just so don't I, understand it. Yep, I would definitely recommend that watch. Uh, outside of Dumb Money, though, I did watch an oldie. Um, it's called In Time, and it stars. <laughs> I'm a big fan. JT Justin Timberlake. Oh, <laughs> this is have Have you seen this one? I'm guessing I have. Yeah, I also see that Killian Murphy is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Killian Murphy's in it. Oh my god! <laughs> so all star cast once again. <laughs> Oscar winners. Yep. Not not a whole lot of smiling from Killian's side of this movie. <laughs> but yeah, this is like a super futuristic dystopian movie where you know currency is actually time. So when you're born. Um, you age until 25, and once you s- hit 25, you stop aging. But a clock that's like on your wrist starts, and you have like a year to live, and then you have to trade. The currency is time, so you work for time, and it gets added. And if you buy stuff, time gets taken away. So, whoa, and yep, so it's super heavy, and it's like in different districts. They have different districts, like time zones. So, like, District 1 is, like, all the rich people that control the time, control markets. And then... You're telling me Hunger Games ripped off in time. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it was a super interesting watch. I've seen, like, clips of it on, like, YouTube Reels and TikTok. And I was like, oh, might as well just watch. It was an int- intriguing watch. So, would you recommend it? I... 
don't know. If you have time to kill, <laughs> if it's readily available, I'd watch it. But I wouldn't go out super of my bored. Way. Yeah, I would not go out of my way to watch this movie. I'd go out of my way to listen to Justin Timberlake. But, <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's what I've been preoccupied with i guess hell yeah you know i like that uh diversity that's yeah. your you're our chief diversity officer for movies yeah oh uh, it's weird a lot of the movies that i watch don't end up on the oscar <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're an everyday man yeah exactly you're just a common man just like us yeah <laughs> so what about you brad what have you been watching these days <laughs> No Justin Timberlake movies, but God, I am intrigued with it. But so I went and saw yesterday, actually, I saw Poor Things because I was like, you know what? I got nothing to do. Mm -hmm. And I got to use my AMC A list. Shout out AMC looking for the sponsor. You got movies to burn. (laughs) I got movies to burn, free movies. So yeah, I went to Poor Things by myself because I think Sexy Kev said it was like a really good movie. Mm -hmm. I also heard from coworkers too that like, Highly recommend it. You know, Emma Stone was great. So I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. I remember seeing the trailer for it months ago and it was, it seemed like a very like artsy, strange, like I was just so confused when I saw the trailer, but after people were saying how good it was, I was like, okay, I'll give it a chance. And yeah, I mean, it was really good. Like I can see why Emma Stone's nominated Mm -hmm. and Mark Ruffalo for supporting actor. Okay. I just think it's such a, definitely artsy and like more unique shot mm-hmm. and like the story is cool i don't want to give too much away but it's essentially a like Benjamin frankenstein oh it's like a reanimated corpse story and like learning yeah. and adapting and like living so highly recommend emma stone true like i i'm just gonna look up oscar nominations because i know I think this one got like the second most Oscar noms, right? Yeah, so she is up there with someone from Nyad, Killers of the Flower Moon, Anatomy of a Fall, and Maestro. Again, I haven't seen any of those <laughs> other movies. But what she does in the movie, just I'm not trying to give too much away, but like going from someone who has just been reanimated to educated and like yeah talk and walk like it's really cool like it's not just your average like oh i'm just an actor it's like i'm playing a such a development of a character yeah like i I totally could see it winning an award because it's just so impressive and then mark ruffalo was just i was just geeking out his character i'm a big big mark ruffalo fan so i am too was he was he buff when he was playing the hulk or like muscular I don't think so. Okay, because he was like, he's kind of chubby in this movie. I just thought that was so funny. (laughs) Yep. That's the one superhero that CGI just... (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I didn't have the time to do it. Yeah. Computers can just fix it. So technically, Poor Things came out in 2023, right? Mm -hmm. Came out a while ago. Is it eligible for the Fappies this year? Kind of, it's kind of in the same boat like, as uh, Iron Claw, right? So that's so, a great question, and you know, yeah. I don't know. This is something we can bring up to Sexy Kev, but I'm thinking like we should keep track of the movies we see in mm-hmm. 2024, regardless. Yes. Of when yep. it came out. Okay. Because what if In Time wins a Fappy? Yeah. You see. I mean, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. The Alex <laughs> movie of the year. <laughs> 
a 2011 Justin Timberlake movie. Oh my god, that's like the epitome of Alex movie. <laughs> and I think it's the epitome of what a fappy is. Yeah, exactly. We go against the Oscar. I don't care what year your movie's coming out. Exactly. You can win a fappy. Anything to get JT on the show, yeah, right? <laughs> we'll invite him. Make sure he knows. Yeah. But yeah, it sounds like a good movie and something I should definitely have on my radar. I definitely recommend. Definitely. Again, it's more artsy. Like, it's unique. And that's why I think I also enjoyed it. Because you have William Defoe plays like the reanimator guy, and his face is just like very fucked up. Extra yeah. fucked up for William Defoe. No <laughs> offense to him. He's a beautiful man. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, really great. Highly recommend. And then last week, I. Saw another movie by myself. Nice. So, you know, no judgments here, Fat Nation. You can you see get a movies by yourself. You, can, you, know? you can fap alone. It's okay. <laughs> it might be the preferred method for some. <laughs> Majority want to fap alone. I get it. Yeah. Sometimes you fap with friends. It's okay. Yeah. That's what we're here right now for. <laughs> That's why we're here. But yeah, I saw uh, Beekeeper. I was going to see with Kevin a couple weeks ago, but Timing just didn't work out because he recently moved. So Ooh. he's not in, not in the same location. So we'll have to dox him again. Different um, AMCs for you guys now? Different AMCs, yeah, yeah. Ooh. He is a little farther away outside of the city. Okay. But we'll make we'll make time, you know, for the big ones like Dune. Yeah. Ooh. You guys, Tickets are already on sale. Are you guys gonna share a popcorn bucket? <laughs> Oh my god, I saw those and I just couldn't stop laughing. The response that Twitter had. Sorry to get on this tangent. No, it is the perfect tangent. This is what Fap Nation needs. Is like if you truly want to fap, you gotta go see Dune 2 with the Dune 2 popcorn. Yeah, that there's no way that's the actual popcorn bucket, right? They're like, yeah, you're gonna put your hand in this. Really good feeling hole. Yeah, and the butter is just gonna be all. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! I, I really I, hope they do it. I, I see a, a complaint or two. Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we should put some warning labels on those popcorn. <laughs> Only use with your hands. Yeah. Let the popcorn cool down first. <laughs> It's gonna be a lot of ER runs with burns on the penis. Yeah, <laughs> it, it got me more excited to watch them. <laughs> Just saying, the marketing worked. Yeah, the marketing did work. <laughs> They're gonna bring in some more perverts who are probably the majority of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wonder if people tune into the podcast thinking one thing and then they're like, "Damn, it's a movie podcast." <laughs> <laughs> God, I was hoping for a porno podcast. <laughs> sorry, these guys are pretty funny. Yeah, sorry if you you came under the the false pretense. Oh. But I'm hope hopefully you guys have stayed for the humor. <laughs> <laughs> you came for the name, you stayed for the humor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god! See, that, this is this is why we do right the content. There, that could be a that could be that a T-shirt. Over- Kev's, Kev's on the supply site right now. We should text him after. We got to text him now. He can talk straight to the distributor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Print out a couple extra shirts. <laughs> oh, 
bad. Oh, see, oh, this back to the beekeeper side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what's for, though. You know, just like how that last time I did like a twenty-minute tangent on what was it? Uh, the rehearsal that one time. Oh my god. But yeah, okay, all right, beekeeper. And this is what everyone's here for. They're here for the beekeeper. Yeah. Just imagine John Wick, but with Jason Statham, and it's bright outside. <laughs> okay okay it's actually a pretty sick movie mm-hmm. it's less than two hours which is surprising in this day and age yep and i will say i know the year's early we've only seen a couple movies but it had one of the cooler whoa moments okay gotcha. in terms of like whoa the scale of this movie is a lot bigger or like the plot yeah I recommend it. If you like action movies, Jason Statham's really cool. Yep. And I thought the they bring in like an FBI team that's kind of like friends or there's a connection without spoiling it. So there's kind of a cool dynamic there. Gotcha. Highly recommend. I thought it was a really well done um, like action beat-em-up movie where mm-hmm. he seems like an invincible man going against hundreds of people, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And like Kevin was saying when I was talking to him, like they're definitely setting it up for like a John Wick kind of universe. Okay. With how so it there, ends. There's definitely potentials for sequels then. Absolutely. I'd be surprised if there wasn't. Okay. How so did I think it was getting some good reviews too? How was the script? Like, what's is the plot pretty solid for an action film? I would say so. I mean, basically, it's just like he's trying to get vengeance on this entity that steals money through spamming yeah like you call someone and you're like oh you have a virus on your computer Mm -hmm. so i thought that was kind of cool just like that's real stuff like they try to get you all gotten that robocall (laughs) yeah and so like someone that he's connected with like gets kind of taken advantage of and then he gets fucking pissed off and he's like okay well i'm a one-man killing machine so i'm gonna go to the top Yep. And when I say the top, that's the whoa moment because you're like, whoa. Yeah. Cause there's like a lot of layers to this, right? Like he under he figures out this whole like web of Yeah, yep. It gets eating. bigger and bigger. It's not just like someone calling and it's just a single person. No, it's interconnected and it's like really cool when you kind of see the scale of it. Nice. I've always been a fan of Jason Statham, you know, his action movies are pretty solid, but you know, there's some hit or miss movies for plot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Plot comes second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have you seen any of the Meg ones? I've always been curious about the Meg. I have not. To, to be honest, none of those movies intrigue me whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just scared of like large bodies of water and big okay. creatures in them. So like, I just can't do it. Yeah. I need someone else to watch it. King Kong guy, right? Yeah, big King Kong, yeah, big Godzilla, Godzilla guy. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't wait for the new one where you see them running together. Gonna oh. be sick. Yep. <laughs> I can't wait for Dong weekend. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a huge weekend. Yeah. Big exactly. for the Fat Nation. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we, we've watched some good movies this last week then. Because it's been a week since our last pod, I think. So yeah, we've been grinding. We have started off this new year very well, I think. Yep. All three of us are like seeing movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was another movie I watched yesterday, but as yep. we get into our bracket, it'll come up. 
And I'm so excited to hear your thoughts on this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got some thoughts. I've got some thoughts. Positive. This isn't a Logan situation. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I would hate to give a bad recommendation. (laughs) This isn't a sexy Kev Logan situation where you (laughs) contemplate quitting the podcast. Oh, that that might be one of the funniest things where the Flash was about to beat Logan. I gave you a soft pitch, man. You could have hit that home run and shattered his heart. I I could see the tears in his eyes starting to pour. I was like, I won't do it to him this episode. (laughs) Not this episode. We miss you, Kev. I know you're listening somewhere. We miss you, buddy. (laughs) He is in Vegas winning millions also. Just got to point that out there. Before he went to the distributor. Yeah, and, that, and that's right after he's going to talk to AMC about our sponsorship. Yeah, right? he's got a big trip going on. Yeah. Big trip. <laughs> big week for Fat Nation. <laughs> big week for Fat Nation. <laughs> oh, So do you think it's time to get into the main event of this episode? Let's do it. You know, let's see how let's see how of a short episode we can do. I know we keep saying it. Yeah. I know we keep saying it, but let's see if we can do a little bit shorter than we usually do. Yep. So I'm going to share my screen. I know Fap Nation loves our brackets that we do. So I know Valentine's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do a Fat Valentine's Day edition bracket where we rated our favorite rom-coms. <laughs> it's perfect. It's timely. Mm-hmm. And I this think we what... got some heavy hitters too. Yeah. So with this episode only having two people, we understand that there could be mm-hmm. a risk for a tie. So Brad, do you, how do you think we should handle a tie? I will create a spinning wheel. Okay, I love it. <laughs> and and we'll if we let... come to it, I will share <laughs> my screen and we will spin a wheel. Yeah, we will let the random generator decide. <laughs> <laughs> now, if anybody is mad, the committee spent countless hours putting this bracket and the rankings together. So any any issues with where things land, talk to the committee. <laughs> talk to the committee. You can see them on Twitter at yep. committee. <laughs> Very vague. I love it. <laughs> All right. Let's just get into it. So I guess there could be some movies on here that, you know, we both, through into the mix that you know are they a rom-com technically but i guess mm-hmm. as long as there's some comedy and as long as there's some love you know i think that that's a rom-com right there genres are subjective exactly exactly so if you guys disagree we'd love to hear about it in the comments so feel free to add us we, we love a good debate we do read all our comments so we're looking out every single one every single every one, single one. <laughs> The tens of comments. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's so, what started here. Which? How many have you not seen? Um, trying to look at this. Oh, I, I have not seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Mm-hmm. I have not seen Princess Bride. I think. Ooh, you have not seen. I, I don't think so. Maybe if we, when we get to there, if you could describe the plot for me, mm-hmm, and maybe mm-hmm. I've seen it in the past. But okay. those are the I think those are the two. What about you, Brad? Yeah, there's a couple I haven't seen. Um, 
really embarrassed to say I haven't seen High School Musical. You have not seen I have never seen High School Musical. <laughs> Whoa. I know some of the banging songs, though. You know, like, we're all in this together. Is that Zac Efron? That's Zac Zac Efron, and he's on a basketball court. (laughs) Nice, nice. I love it. And this is going to disappoint you because it's JT, but I haven't seen Friends with Benefits. With Mila Kunis? Uh Uh-huh. Jeez, okay. And the last one I haven't seen is Trainwrecked, which I know is such a good movie. Yeah. From what I've heard, I've heard a lot of good, good uh, reviews of it, but mm-hmm. I just never got to see it. Yeah, so we'll get into it. Hopefully, I can convince you to watch a couple of these movies then. Hell yeah. Let's so, get it. All right, let's start with the top. Shrek versus No Hard Feelings. I feel like this is a How banger. dare you? I mean, <laughs> committee. How dare the committee? <laughs> oh, man. So Shrek, this is a movie that I have not seen in ages brad what, what's the plot of this one again? <laughs> i do Watch love that i think that is hilarious worth a rewatch shrek is okay. an absolute banging movie Time, it has some of the people. best music i believe it has uh oh they are called smash mouth <laughs> rockstar rockstar <laughs> I believe I could be wrong, but I want to say Smash Smash Mouth does do All Star and Shrek, which is the reason you should watch it. But no, yep. Shrek's story is essentially a spin on fairy tales, mm-hmm. where like a princess needs to get saved, and so Shrek, an ogre from the swamp, goes on this adventure with, uh, and it's Mike Myers goes on an adventure mm-hmm. with a donkey who is, I am just. Forgetting Murphy, him. something Murphy, right? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yep. And so they just, yeah, they go try to find, save this princess, and then they, like, the princess is cursed because she's an ogre at night, and then the Farwad, Farwad, Farquad <laughs> is trying to, like, marry her, and blah, blah, blah. Either way, it is a fantastic movie. Yep. I can't speak to the sequels. I haven't seen those in a long, long time, but yeah. I think the original oh, is. When's the last time you watched the original? <laughs> this is a very weird, embarrassing story, but I studied abroad in Australia during okay. college, and I had a couple movies on my iPad. Mm-hmm. Shrek was one of them, and I would play Shrek and fall asleep to it every night. <laughs> Wait, every night? <laughs> every night. I wouldn't even watch it. I would just I would play it, and I would have it like on, and I would just listen to it. I love so I'd probably have the first 20 at... minutes of Shrek memorized. So you would start it from the beginning every yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That was like my white noise was Shrek. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> I do remember a lot of fond memories from Shrek. Like it, I remember my parents watching it with me and they enjoyed it too. So I'm sure it's a timeless movie that even adults can enjoy as long as with kids. So mm-hmm. And yeah, the the rom com in it, like Shrek and Fiona. Yep, it's a kind of love. I mean, it. They end up spoiler alert in the other movies. You know, they start you having a family Shrek at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah, I think in love, right? Uh huh. Oh, what a great movie! Now, now you got me wanting to rewatch Shrek tonight. <laughs> I I think you would have a great time watching Shrek. 
Yep. And then you finish it with Smash Mouth. I mean, what a win. Exactly. <laughs> and now um, one of my favorite movies of last year, which I cannot believe the committee ranked a 16 seed. Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> No Hard Feelings, a movie that I just recently watched this year as well. <laughs> How many Brad, times have you seen it? This is I've only seen it twice. One okay. in theaters and then one at home. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but Brad, this is one of the movies you just watched this week, right? I just watched this yesterday oh. in preparation for this episode. I knew, well, let's just say this. I thought the committee would include this right away. <laughs> yeah. It happened in the second draft, but yeah, I, yeah the committee forgot. It was the committee. The committee, they had a lot going on. It was a busy yeah. day at work. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of stress. I get it. But overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was done really well with like kind of the potential weird, awkward. I mean, he's a 19 year old, so he is an adult, but mm-hmm. there is kind of like that. That's what I was really interested by. I was like, okay, how is this going to go? Like, yeah. Again, he's an adult and that's all legal, but it just seemed like they were trying to like really make it weird at one point. She's like, oh, he might be 19, but he's like socially, maybe not. Yeah. (laughs) But at the end, when it ended, I was just, yeah, yeah, when it ended, I was like, wow, this was really well done. Like, they have a really beautiful friendship and they grew together. They helped each other, like, kind of get past their yeah. shortcomings. And I, I was really impressed. Yeah, they both had battles that they were fighting, you know, throughout the movie. And it's cool to see them battle them together at the end. Yeah. And not go along with, like, the typical rom-com, like, they end up together happily ever after. It's But it's a different happily ever after, you know? Yeah, it's not like they fall in love, it, but it's like they've both grown and can move on. Exactly. Which I thought was cool. That, that's what tugged at my heartstrings, you know? Like, I was like, I don't know how this movie, when I watched it the first time, I was like, I don't know how this is going to end. Because, you know, it is a little creepy. She is a little older than him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I th- thought it was done so beautifully. And it was hilarious. You know, there's definitely some moments that you feel for both characters. And uh, there's some scenes in there that are that are great. Well, what was your favorite scene, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> I think really got me one time was when he goes to the high school party the first time like the Mm -hmm. mixer yep and she's like banging on the doors trying to find him and finds out that he took a pill and so she's making it throw up he's like i didn't know that would happen when you take ibuprofen yeah thinking it's like some hard drug (laughs) but he just didn't want to hang over the next day (laughs) yeah I also really liked the pregnant woman and her like husband. Oh, yep. I thought that couple was just really funny. Yeah, like the voice of reason. Yeah, the voice of reason, (laughs) and the Jennifer Lawrence's character gave him like that baby kind of thing that you hang over the crib, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're not terrible." Even though you gave us this house, we're still not hanging that house. (laughs) Yeah, it's just. A really good. This is a tough first round matchup. <laughs> the committee, it's every yeah. time, every bracket. Yeah. I feel like they do it, you know, almost for the controversy. They want to stir <sighs> up some viewership. <laughs> they know, they know, they know what gets the views. <laughs> what do you? So what were some of your favorite scenes though from No Hard Feelings? Since you have seen it twice in the last couple months. 
Yes. So let's see here. I think one of the funniest scenes was when they like hook up. <laughs> but like they didn't actually hook up. But it's it like it like, still counts. It still counts. <laughs> I, I was laughing a lot at that one. Like, that's my thigh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just the rope. Just I, I, it's hard to pinpoint one exact scene, but just towards the end when they close it up and you see the relationship build and them reconcile, it's just it's very very warm, very yeah. warm for me. <laughs> it's very loving. Yeah, exactly. So, Brad, if you were to lean one way right now. This is a this is tough. This is a movie that you recently watched that you enjoy, and versus another movie where you watched every night <laughs> <laughs> that you fall asleep to. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I think recency bias is helping push no hard feelings. It really is a quality movie. I thought Jennifer Lawrence was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shrek, Shrek, the the memes with Shrek. It's that's what's pulling me. Shrek right now. is a <laughs> cultural phenomenon. Oh, I was in geez. London last spring, and there was a like a Shrek uh, like m- event space. Like I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like a like a there was a Shrek show. It was just specifically a Shrek show. In, like like a show on Broadway. <laughs> it was next to the aquarium, <laughs> where they just do nightly. Shows. It was just nightly Shrek. <laughs> So Shrek is international. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go with Shrek. I cannot believe Shrek still has that type of pull <laughs> in 2022 in England. Oh man. Oh geez, this is a hard matchup. This is a very hard matchup. We got the wheel too, don't you worry. Yeah. Just because I feel like this was potentially an Alex Boo movie of the year last year. <laughs> I think I gotta give it to No Hard Feelings. I just love it. I just love a movie that makes me feel warm inside, and that's what No Hard Feelings did for me. And All it right, could be for science, but we're going straight into the wheel. We're going into the wheel. Nice. We're going straight into the wheel. Now, are you seeing? Yes, you are. Yep, we are seeing the wheel. Here we go. We got boost pick. Boo boo. Here we go. Come on, Shrek. Come on, Shrek. The first time Fap ever wheel right now. Oh! Oh! Shrek edges out no hard feelings. Oh, that was close, but Shrek moves on. There's no upset. No upset here. no upset. I will reshare. Oh, I don't even have to reshare my screen. It's already back up, right? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Whoever's hosting this, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Perfect. So Shrek moves on. Shrek lives to see another day. That, that would you say that that's a close one, right? That was a nail that was biter. A close one. Time. Like a one versus a sixteen seed. Love that was to a lot see closer it. than the committee was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But speaking right. of close ones and me hating the committee, God, this <laughs> next one is just as brutal. Jeez. Okay. Just to preface it, I have not seen Crazy Stupid Love. But I've heard so many good things about it. And I know this is the one with Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell. Uh And Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Okay. Jeez. Oh. Crazy Rich Asians, though. 
I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. So good. Oh, (sighs) this is a tough one. So, yeah, let me. I'll talk crazy, stupid love. Walk me through that one just so I can get the full picture. (laughs) Okay. So you have Steve Carell is Emma Stone's father. Gotcha. And so, you know, he's having a good life. Things are going well. He's with Julianne Moore, if you remember her, with red hair. Mm-hmm. Famous, you'd recognize her. But soon that he, he soon he finds that like his marriage is kind of going down the hill, and so his like perfect life is kind of, you know, shattering. So he suddenly suddenly becomes single because their marriage after an affair, um, they split up, and so then he all of a sudden like meets up with Ryan Gosling, who's like this player good looking you know we're talking six pack all that stuff oh and he's the type of guy that like goes to a bar and he like just picks up wheels because he's just he's ryan gosling i mean come on yeah (laughs) and so then they like start to like take uh gosling takes steve carell under his wing and like tries to help him you know and so then okay eventually it well, I don't want to say too much, but there's, you know, connection with Steve Carell and his ex-wife and then his daughter, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Oh, and it's just, I think it's really funny, really, <laughs> really that. funny, really well done, too, with Gosling, Emma Stone, Steve Carell. I mean, that's heavy hitters right there. Yeah. And this is yeah. kind of the, I think this was the phase of like um, his 40-year-old virgin you know, okay, like, so this was he was big, big. Yeah, when he was big, probably the, I think the office was also going on. So he was up up a tier. Actually, this might have been post office. So he was going into movies because I remember that was okay. his reason. I think he wanted to leave. But yeah, tell me about Crazy Rich Agents because goddamn, that's also a great movie too. Yeah, Crazy Rich Agents, almost like a Cinderella story. I'd say you know, just a couple that gets along fallen in love and then i think there's a wedding in singapore that they both travel to right if i'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly You're right and that's when uh constance Wu, i don't know what her character's name in the movie is but that's when she finds out that the person that she's seeing henry golding his family is like one of the wealthiest like in power families in singapore all of singapore like they're a big deal so there's a little bit of a hierarchy issue throughout the movie where they kind of look down on her. They don't think that she's good enough to be in the family. But, you know, things work out in the end as they always do. And I think this one's actually based off a book, too. Ooh, really? Yeah, and there's, like, sequels to it. So I'm pretty sure, like, more movies are coming. I just oh, you are right. That is based off a book. Yep. So... It's I don't got know a if great I'd... cast too. Yeah, very good cast. At the time, probably up and coming cast. Probably names that you probably wouldn't see too often. But I guess I want to say this might have been my first time I've seen Aquafina. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about her character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you got like Michelle Yeoh and yeah. Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong. I forgot that he's in it. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> You it's know, a good cast. I thought that was just a great movie start to finish. I yep. really did. Yeah, just a story that, you know, an adaptation that, you know, you probably don't see too often and just really well done. Really well done. 
This is a tough one. I, I hate like. to say it, but this might be going to the wheel again. This, this might be. I, I think I have to go Crazy Rich Asians just because I haven't seen Crazy Stupid <laughs> Love. But I feel like if I've seen Crazy Stupid Love, it might be going the other way. So, Brad, I'm sharing the wheel, man. Sharing the wheel. The back picks. They okay. <laughs> this is why we need sexy Kev. But when Kev we don't have sexy Kev, we got the wheel. Yes. Alrighty. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Are we gonna go one for one and one? No way. No way. Brad is now two and zero. Two for two. Oh my god. The first upset of the tourney. Oh, either over the eight seed. I think either one. I really would have accepted too. Yep. Ah. Oh. I, based off your description, I'm like, I want to watch. I, crazy I think you should watch that over Shrek since you've seen Shrek. I, yeah, I think you will love that movie. Okay, I, I am a sucker for a rom com. <laughs> I know it probably doesn't get like you know the glamour and the ritz that you know Oppenheimer would get, right? But but every movie has a home. <laughs> There's a place for rom coms. Yep, exactly. So moving on to the next matchup. Now, when I put super bad into this, I was like, is super bad a wrong? Like it's funny, but there's there's some love in there. There's a little love. That's all we need. <laughs> also Even another Emma Stone movie. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. Is she take it over? Is, is Emma Stone the new poster child of that? <laughs> <laughs> Emma Stone and her uh curse co-host, yeah. Nathan Fielder. I would say that Ezra Miller should be getting worried right now. <laughs> <laughs> Move over. And favorite gotta... favorite of the sh- of the show, Ezra Miller. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, Super Bad versus Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Now I have not seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I think that's the second. That's the last movie I haven't seen on this list yet. So. Brad, yeah, so maybe we'll I'll take it away. It. So I believe it is based off of a comic book series. Oh, stars John uh, Michael Sarah. So actually, kind of cool that it's going against Superbad, which also is Michael Sarah. Yeah. Um, but again, let me just name off the cast here, and it's just crazy. We have Michael Sarah, Aubrey Plaza, Ooh. Kieran Culkin, Chris yeah. Evans, Brie Larson. Jason Schwartzman, and if you're a fan of Superman TV, Superman Brandon Ruth, okay. Also Anna Kendrick. What a cast! What it's got a cast. Chris Evans and Brie Larson are in that movie. Also, Bill Hader just plays like the voice. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, all-star cast. It's an all-star <laughs> cast. Okay, but it's kind of like I would consider it. Andy, I mean, it's obviously it was a big movie, but like it's definitely a cult classic, like indie following. People love this movie, like certain groups do, because it's about Michael Sarah's character, who is like in a garage band, garage rock band, mm-hmm. and you know he's never had a problem getting girls, but he was always his issue was getting rid of them. So then he oh. meets the main character, who's played by Mary Elizabeth. Winstead, which I don't know her outside of this movie. Let me okay. just quickly. Uh, yep, no, she was in Birds Ewan, of Prey. Is she married to Ewan McGregor? She is. Yeah, she's in Star Wars. 
Well, hell yeah, there you go. So now you know her. Yeah, you know her. (laughs) But yeah, so he beats her. Um, but she has like what they call like baggage. She has all these like army of ex boyfriends who won't like let the next boyfriend get with her. Okay. And so it's just like a movie about him going through all the exes and trying to like eliminate them. Like battle it out. Yeah, like battle it out and like there's different different battles with all the different boyfriends. Like Chris Evans is one and Schwartzman (laughs) is one, Kieran Culkin. So I again it's another recommended movie. It just came out with a Netflix animated. Yep. Like I I think it's the same thing. It's just animated based off of the look of the comic book. Have you seen the animated one? I have not. I think that's definitely on my list of like throw it on the TV in the background because it's Mm -hmm. voiced by the same cast. Oh, wow. So Michael Sarah, everyone comes back. Um, This could be your new rom-com to go to bed to. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's going to have so many questions from people. Yeah. Yeah, why are you putting on Scott Pilgrim at night? I need, I need a Rob Cop. It's the sleep. only way I can fall asleep. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I, I love that. But tell me, give me super bad. Give me your yeah, take. So it's about you know a group of high school friends that probably aren't the most popular, I would say, in their school, and I think they're about to go to college. And they're just trying to, you know, one last hurrah maybe, or just trying to get with girls for the first time or whatnot, you know, high school shenanigans. And it's them trying to throw this party and the shenanigans that lead up to them throwing this party. If I'm remembering that right, or am I way off? <laughs> it sounds right. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while, actually. Yeah. So it's like a group of three friends that, you know, they try to go buy booze and, you know, get busted by some cops because there's a robbery that happens at the liquor store or something like that. And then it just follows them throughout the night, you know, trying to get alcohol to, you know, bring to this party essentially. So, and this is where McLovin comes from. Yep. This is the origins of McLovin and talk about an all-star cast. I think this movie had an all-star cast as well. I mean, you had Jonah Hill, you had Michael Sarah. Bill Hader, Bill Hader's a cop, right? Bill yep. Hader and with Rogan, Seth Rogan, exactly. Emma Stone's in this one. I'm trying to think of anyone else. The guy from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm pretty sure. Andy Samberg. Is he or the his buddy Boyle? Mm, just checking the cast. I don't see Sandberg. I don't see Sandberg. Yeah. I think we it's his... Dave Franco. Oh, Dave Franco's in this one. Yep. But Boyle from Brooklyn Nine Nine, I'm pretty sure, is like. Oh, Joe Latruglia. Yeah, right. Yeah, I knew he had a cool name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it yeah follows the shenanigans of a couple, you know, a few high school boys throughout the night, and I, I just thought it was hilarious. I did not watch Super Bad until like three years ago. I think. Four years ago was my first time watching it. Really? So I was super late to the game, but I can see why this one's a classic. <laughs> I think this might be the first time we agree. Yeah. So what what were your memories, I guess, from Superbad? I know you haven't seen it in a while. I think I, think I saw it when it 
first came out. So I was probably, let's see if I can date myself. Yeah. Came out 2007. Yeah. So, I mean, I was 13. You know, that was like the classic, maybe it's slightly young, but like definitely yeah. the audience they were going for. Yeah. <laughs> Because I remember, I think Jonah Hill's character just draws dicks all the time. <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> They were so detailed. Oh, they were so graphic. <laughs> they were so graphic. And oh. then they would like fall out. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Oh man. <laughs> but I think it's this type of movie where like when you're that young, you're like, oh, I want to be like that and like yeah. be cool. Mm -hmm. You know? So I just thought it was like a... It was also kind of the start of Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill. Yep. That's when we had Chubby Jonah. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> but overall, I think that was a really solid movie. That's when Next. Seth Rogen was just pulling punches. Yeah, that was probably like one of the first movies of its kind, too, I feel like. Kind of like the more raunchier get after it movie. I don't I don't know when 40-year-old virgin came out, which it's it's on our list, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember came out before. Yeah. 40 year old so, virgin came out before. Okay. So one of the first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I would say just because I haven't seen Scott Pilgrim versus the world, I, I have to give it to Super Bad. And I'm gonna go with Super Bad too. I think it had much more cultural, like again, I think I was just perfect age too. Mm -hmm. Where like that's just who it was kind of meant for was your young teenage boy, probably audience. Yeah, and there, there are two love stories in this. It's uh, Emma Stone and Jonah Hill, and there's Michael Sarah, and I don't know the actress's name that he gets with. <laughs> but it is you just love to see it all come together at the end, even though it's not how they envisioned it. <laughs> right. And we got McLovin. I mean, that was... <laughs> That was just part of the culture for years. What a guy. He was on t-shirts. Yeah. Like, damn. What was it? Either McLovin or Muhammad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that whole that whole bit was hilarious. Oh my god. Oh, I'm I'm glad we were able to finally pull right. no spin the wheel this time no spin the wheel needed for this one but all right moving on to the next one legally blonde and train wreck now what are your memories of legally blonde because that for me it's been a long time but i was reading a little bit about it and it sounds like it was a good movie yeah, I, have, I was to remember. I have not seen it in a very long time, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they made like three Legally Blonde, so it had to have been really good, right? <laughs> but yeah, I think Elle Woods, who grew up a really privileged life, super rich family and everything, I think her boyfriend dumps her because he thought she was an airhead, which she kind of is in the beginning of the movie. And to prove him wrong, because he leaves to go to law school, she decides to go to law school as well to get back at him. And that's my memory of the movie. I'm not sure if I'm butchering that or not. No, from what <laughs> I was reading, that was it. Yeah. And to uh, get revenge, yeah. she goes back. Yep. And she puts in the time, she puts in the work, she gets through law school and she gets put on this super big case. And I think initially they put her on just to maybe teach her a lesson, but she ends up proving everybody wrong and wins the case for them and shows that she really does have the brains and the accolades to, to put her in that situation. 
And what and about I, Trainwreck? I know you've seen Trainwreck. Yeah, it has been a while since <laughs> I've seen Trainwreck. And I don't really remember. <laughs> I just know LeBron's in it. I was just going to say that. That's the only thing I know is that LeBron's in it. Yeah, I know. Bill Hader, Amy Schumer, LeBron, and Brie Larson are like... And Iman Shumpert, I'm pretty sure. No way. Yeah, Iman, because I think the story is... If I'm remembering correctly, Amy Schumer works for like a magazine or some sort of editorial where she writes papers or articles. And I think she writes one on Bill Hader because Bill Hader's a really well-known sports surgery guy. Mm -hmm. So she does a spread on him and then they eventually, you know, have this on and off thing. But she kind of screws things up is what I remember. And it's just kind of like, back and forth throughout the movie. And you get to see Bill Hader hang out with like LeBron, his clients and like Iman Shumpert, which is cool to see, but that's, that's pretty much all I remember from that movie. <laughs> I'll show you the reason why I'm choosing train wrecked. Okay. <laughs> now this, if you guys are on YouTube and you can see why uh, train wreck gets my, my vote. He is not in train wreck. He's, he's a train wreck. No, he is not. He's a train no, wreck. He is not. <laughs> he's a train wreck. No. We can't escape Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> even when we don't remember movies, he's been in them. No way. I don't even remember him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yep. <What>? Yep. <laughs> That's why. That's why it gets mine. All right, yeah, train wrecks my phone. Let's go. <laughs> oh man, we're really committed. <laughs> He's but the I, third cast member that comes up when you Google the movie. I do not. John Cena is number four. I freaking John Cena. <laughs> wow. What one thing I'm noticing is that these rom coms have a lot of star power in them. <laughs> Did you know that Daniel Radcliffe is the dog walker? Daniel Radcliffe's in Trainwreck? And Pete Davidson is just a doctor's patient? I faintly remember Pete Davidson <laughs> in this one. <laughs> you are wow. right, though, about rom-coms just having ridiculous casts. Yeah, maybe that's a selling point for to get people to watch the movies. Like, we got to load up an all-star cast just to get a little more traction. It's probably yeah. a, like a nice, easy paycheck, too. Yep. <laughs> like, come hang out. Exactly, exactly. So, wow. I can't believe the 12 just <laughs> upset the five seed. Because, oh, because of Fap's number one actor. Yes. Ezra <laughs> Miller. Number one oh. criminal. Yep, the number one. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Kev's going to get a kick out of that. He's going to like that. <laughs> oh, man. So, I guess moving on to the other <laughs> side of the bracket now. <laughs> oh. Wedding Crashers versus High School Musical. So, Brad, I know you haven't seen High School Musical, but it's it's your stereotypical Disney like love story movie. <laughs> there, there's not a whole lot to write about, but it was a cultural phenomenon. That is so true. Yeah, like it is so true. The cultural impacts of this movie and its franchise and the people that you know this movie brought up, like the Zac Efron's, the Vanessa Hutchins, the Ashley Tisdales, the Corbin Blues, you know, a lot of star power came out of this movie. So 
but just your typical high school movie, I guess, where it's follows, you know, a handful of people that go to the same high school. And I think this one, there's an issue where Troy Bolton, Zach Efron's character is, has to choose between either being in like the music crew or playing basketball, which is dad oh, coach. Possible <laughs> choice. Possible. Cause they can't do both. Can't do it. <laughs> Gotta commit. And then he ends up falling in love with uh, another girl in the, the music crew, Vanessa Hutchins. And yeah, the, the story goes on from there. They made God, that's beautiful. <laughs> two other movies after this one. <laughs> Damn. So, but yeah. And I know you haven't seen it yet, but that's basically the quick and dirty rundown of it. <laughs> and he had that Justin Bieber hair in that movie. Yep. And, and as the the title suggests, there is a lot of singing in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the worst singer out of the big stars? I. Or were they all quality? I I faintly remember Zac Efron not doing the singing in it, and he was lip singing. Because I think he did it's not have a, I, I could totally be wrong, and I could be just slandering Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> so you know he's listening to this, screaming in it, just like I sang. Yeah, so, sorry, Zach, if you're listening, and I'm just completely butchering this. Don't quote me on it, but just like reach out to us in the DMs. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually looking it up right now. Did Zach Efron <laughs> sing in High School Musical? <laughs> We need the truth. We can't slam yeah. the man. Yeah. Okay, first article. Here's the real reason Zach Efron didn't sing in high school musical. Oh uh, no. Yeah, it wasn't until high school musical two that we got to hear what the actor's singing voice is actually like. <clears throat> so he probably got some training in the off season. Yep. So yeah, I don't think he sang in the first one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know. My memory did serve me correctly. Don't come after me, Zach. We're not haters. We yeah, love you and Iron Claw. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, have you seen Wedding Crashers? I have. I don't really remember this one, though. <laughs> yeah, this one was a good one. This was when, you know, this, this was, was the like Vince the Vaughn height. When he with, couldn't uh, do any wrong. Like, he was a lot of movies. He yeah. was killing it. But yeah. I was actually rereading this one too because I was curious because I also kind of forgot about it too. It's a 2005 movie, but yeah, basically Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson are divorce mediators and they spend their free time crashing weddings. Nice. <laughs> and when they crash one of the weddings of like a high person in the government, that's when the Owen Wilson character like falls in love with um like one yeah. of his daughters the government's daughters and then she's a little crazy right a little crazy <laughs> a little firecracker yeah. <laughs> yeah and it just goes it goes from there no because i think it's the owen wilson character is with rachel mcadams yes the normal yes. one and then vince oh has to deal yeah. with the uh the other yeah. one yep because I, I think they like make up personalities depending on like the wedding that they go to, right? Like they, yeah, they, they always mix it up. Yep, they always mix it up. So I think they get caught in their lie in, uh -huh. in this one. And this one yeah. is a classic rom com, you know? Like you have your highs, like they build up, build up, yep. and then you get that low where like you betrayed us, you lied. Yep. 
and then they go through depression and then they get through it. And everything works out at the end. <laughs> works out. Is Will Ferrell in this one? Am I remembering that correctly? Ooh. I don't think he is. Let's just and we want the right information for our people. Yeah. Is he the guy? He is that, not. Who's the guy that crashes funerals? I, you might be thinking of Christopher. No, that's actually the secretary. Because hmm. somebody like because Owen somebody gives up crashing weddings uh-huh. and then they, they do the funeral. They do the funerals, right? Like ah, who, I forget who that was. Bradley Cooper's in this movie. He's the like the dick bag. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I swore it was Chaz Reinhold is the act is the name of the character, and that is Chaz Reinhold. Trying to see. I just like some of these. Some of these names are old Chinese man, old Italian man, <laughs> old Jewish man. I was in Wedding Crashers. I was old Italian woman. Um, Isla Fisher, I think, is the crazy one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not seeing anything. This is weird, actually. I'm looking at the cast, and it has Chaz's mom just random lady but it doesn't have this Chaz person I'm just going to search Wedding Crasher Will Ferrell maybe he wants to disassociate himself it is Will Ferrell (laughs) you're right it is he doesn't come up yeah that's wild geez Will Ferrell has been in a lot of movies good memory too Yeah, I remember fond things. I, I remember this one being hilarious. I just remember them playing like backyard football. And then uh-huh. Bradley Cooper just being an absolute psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember we had a we would go on a lot of road trips, my family. Because mm-hmm. that's what you do from when you're from the Midwest. You know, yep. you just drive everywhere. Exactly. And we had a suburban with a DVD player that was like the size of a phone now. Yeah. <laughs> And we would watch that. And I remember we watched Wedding Crashers, and I was always nervous of like one of the parents coming back and seeing what we were watching because it's a raunchy movie. Yeah, not not it's not suited for kids' eyes. <laughs> not suited for kids. I should not have been watching it. So, but yeah, if if I had to choose between Wedding Crashers or High School Musical, I think I'm going to lean towards Wedding Crashers on this one. I don't know how you're feeling, Brad. <laughs> I have not seen High School Musical. But I'm taking High School Musical because of the cultural impact. What? <laughs> I haven't even seen it, but I know how important it was. I cannot wait for Kevin to hear this. <laughs> Which you know what that means. Bring out the wheel. Bring it out the wheel. Uh, that is crazy. All right, folks. This is big. This is a big upset here. This is a two versus 15 that we're going to the wheel. So one versus 16 and two versus 15 have hit the wheel. Oh, okay, <laughs> who's coming back? Yeah, and who's I, coming I, I back? my first wheel spin. So <laughs> Wedding Crashers lives to see another day. Barely. <laughs> I mean, it was going up against a cultural phenomenon. It's just tough. 
It's tough. Yeah, that, that is tough. That is tough. So, oh man, that was a close one. So moving on to the next set, we got forty-year-old virgin and fifty-first dates. I remember watching 50 First Dates with my parents. I have not <laughs> seen it since I was a kid. I'm pretty sure we had it on DVD. <laughs> Hell yeah. So do you remember much from that? As a matter of fact, <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, I found myself in the Dominican Republic on a trip. Okay. And late one night in our hotel room, we were just flipping through the local channels and 50 First Dates came on. That's what's that's what's aired on the local the DR. <laughs> I actually watched like the last half of the movie. Yeah, it was really sad from what I remember. It's yeah, it's not your typical like rom com because she loses her memory every like, that's day. How, every day, mm-hmm. based off of like a accident that happened before Adam Sandler came into the picture. Because mm-hmm. I think she's like a teacher or something, and they meet at the aquarium because he works with like the seals and the penguins, which mm-hmm. is like really, that's also a cool part of the movie is he has like a relationship with the animals. But yeah, it just like evolves from there. Cause you know, he like ramps it up after all these dates mm-hmm. eventually starts like making VHS tapes. I believe <laughs> we're getting old, old the movie is. <laughs> and so like, you know, she would like watch them and be like, Hey, like we've been together for, you know, Mm-hmm. A couple months, six months, a year, blah, blah, blah. And then at first, when she like really starts to understand the situation, she like pushes away because she's like, I don't want to like his dream is to go to like Antarctica or something and do research. Yeah. She's like, you know, I don't want you to like be burdened by me. And then, you know, he's just like, no, fuck that. I want to be with you. Yeah. And so that it ends. And I think the ending is super cool because she like wakes up on a boat. Yeah, if I remember this correct, she plays the VHS or whatever. Yep. And it's like, yeah, we've been married and come up on deck and meet your daughter. Wow. I yeah. About that. That's Which, crazy. I don't even want to think about how that works, you know? Yeah. <laughs> For nine months was she waking up being like, holy shit. Yeah, what that imagine like she wakes up the day that she's about to give birth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I I remember that like her family and her friends did like a great job of replicating everything that she did the day of the accident. So she would relive her life every day the same as like that day. Like they would like put out the same newspaper and everything. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It was what a crazy story. It's what a, what a crazy story and. And I don't know if you remember this part, but there's a certain character in this movie. It's Sean Astin as a steroid-using younger, younger brother. brother? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. You always talk about his nipples. Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that, that was such a funny character, too. I could, I didn't remember that character until I watched it last, last month. But 51st Dates, really good. I liked it. Yeah, very good movie. And it's going up against another heavy hitter, the 40-year-old virgin, which, you know, all-star cast in its own right. Uh-huh. But, you know, Michael, not Michael Scott. It's, uh, I'm blanking on his Steve. name. Steve. <laughs> Steve. Yep. Steve Carroll. 
not not like the weirdest dude likes to collect his toys and everything lives a pretty sheltered life i'd say works at like a circuit city <laughs> throwback to those but has never had sex and uh yeah i think his co-workers are just trying to get him laid for the first time uh just i was looking at the cast and i forgot jonah hill was in this so i looked up the jonah scene. Hill's in it? so he's in one scene where he goes to the ebay store because he's like purchasing oh. like high-heeled boots <laughs> yo oh kevin hart's in this very briefly but paul rudd seth rogan the lady the banks elizabeth banks yep mindy kaling mindy kaling's in it because mm-hmm. this came out after the first season of the office i think if i'm remembering correctly because really? i remember listening to jenna fisher's podcast about how you're right 2005 yep and that's what really sprung the office into stardom because of steve's stardom damn he has had such a don't want to get on a tangent but i was looking this up uh he's on his fourth despicable me movie yeah he is he has made (laughs) significant money from despicable me yeah like <laughs> that franchise has made billions yeah his money grew no pun it's intended. crazy <laughs> <laughs> shout out his character <laughs> but yeah this is a tough one like, this is a I, tough one this one's a low-key tough one yeah 40 year virgin definitely a raunchy movie very raunchy i, I don't remember 51st dates being as raunchy but it's no no movie. not at all very family friendly yeah yep i I have so many fond memories of 50 first dates i do too (laughs) i think that's my choice yeah i I would say i I would say this is the upset yeah are we we pulling for the upset right now i'm going for the upset yep 50 first dates it's just don't get me wrong 40 year old virgin very funny movie yeah but i feel like 50 first dates was so wholesome it's so wholesome good rom-com this was Adam Sant, which I didn't know that they've done multiple movies together. I'm trying to think of what else they've done because it's Drew Barrymore, right? Uh huh. The... Because they also did The Wedding Singer. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, that was like a 1998 movie. Okay. Gotcha. And they also did something called Blended about a blended family. I think I've heard of that. That's a more. Was that after 51st Days? Yeah, much more recent, 2014. Yep. But weird enough that they've done three movies together. Yeah. Focusing on, like, being together. Yeah. (laughs) We talk about Will Ferrell's discography. (laughs) Yeah. Adam Sandler's got a discography. (laughs) I mean, damn, we could do a whole Adam Sandler bracket, too. Yeah. I think add that to the list of future episodes. For real. (laughs) This guy has he's Adam Sandler's got some pretty serious range too. So they have the new movie coming up that Sexy Kev told us about, Spaceman. Yeah. That looks that, cool. Based off the trailer, I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> it's got a giant spider, so I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever not to get on an Adam Sandler ta- tangent, but did you ever watch his movie like as an NBA scout? Oh, I have not. Oh, okay. Righteous Jim. Oh, uncut. uncut. I forget uncut. about that one too. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a show. That's a show. Yeah. I really like... should because it's got Kevin Garnett, and that's a big, mm-hmm. it's a big deal in my Minnesota basketball world. Yep. yep. But yeah, would you yeah. recommend? Have you seen it? I have seen it. It's it's something. Oh, I'll, I'll just leave Ooh. it at that. It's something. Would I ever watch it again? Probably not, but I do recommend like a one-time watch of the movie just because it's I so like those movies. Yeah, because I, I think this movie came out or that movie came out during COVID. So it's like one of the few movies we got in that. Yeah, yeah I heard good things too. I've heard for a long time that it's a movie people should see. Yep. So, but yeah, I'm I'm happy. Fifty first dates moved on. I mean, what what a wholesome movie. We, we needed really some wholesomeness is. in this. It really <laughs> is. All right. Next is Hitch versus the Princess Bride. I would be very surprised if you've never seen the Princess Bride. Maybe it's just like the people I interacted with in my life, but that was just such a everyone seen it when they were kids movie because it came out in the late eighties. Oh, late 80s? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm looking up the cast. It does not ring any bells for me. What, what is this movie about? I think it was a Disney movie. I could be wrong. But basically, it's like a fairy tale adventure about a young woman and her true love. And the guy's the main... Like, he's trying to rescue his princess. And so he goes on... Okay like this quest and it's really like goofy and like Disney-esque in terms of like okay. the seriousness. Um, but he like meets this cast of characters, which, you know, you might recognize one of them. It's Wallace Shawn. If you've seen, if you look him up, you definitely have heard his voice. Okay. Um, he's got one of those unique voices, but, have you ever heard of, uh, like, my name is, I think his name is, like, Inigo Montoya, now prepare to die. Yep, like, yep. So that that's where it comes from. But it's just, I think it's okay. such a really good movie. Fred Savage is the little boy. If you know Fred okay. Savage. But it's, it's just, oh, it's hard to describe. It's like a high school musical in terms of, like, it's not blow you away with quality yeah like it's your perfect kids movie because it's like lighthearted, goofy prince saving the princess is there a scene in this movie where he like makes a bet with somebody to drink like the potion and like yep poisoned and like oh they're both poisoned like i'm just immune to it yep i've done okay i've seen this movie but i just don't really remember it yeah because it's with that's the scene with this guy. Yes. Yeah. Who has just that voice. Like you would know that voice. Yep. But yeah, he like tricks him with the the switching of the cups that has the poison yep. in it. Yep. I have not seen this movie since like elementary school. <laughs> I oh keep throwing these on your list because yeah. Like, you know, you could watch it with whoever and it's just like a good time. This is a throwback. <laughs> I didn't realize how late of a movie it was. Late eighties. Yeah. Born. Wow. So, but he does get the princess at the end of the movie. 
I believe so. It has been a while. It has been a while. For a Disney movie, I would expect that he he wins at the end. (laughs) But like all the people I think that he like goes against, like they all come together, you know, and they're all friends and like they help him. Oh. Because this also is Andre the Giant, if you know Andre the Giant. Yep, I saw some pictures from the movie. I was like, he looks very familiar. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, fond memories. I remember, uh, did you ever watch this in school? I feel like we would watch this Ooh. in school. Like, if it was like a s- rain during PE or something, this would get put on. <laughs> I think so. I think I do remember watching this in school, too. Because I don't think I watched it by myself. I don't think we ever watched Princess Bride like at my in my childhood but i think at school like classic rainy day yeah gotta entertain the kids you can't go out for a recess you gotta throw on princess bride put on the princess bride <laughs> nice so on the opposite spectrum of princess bride we got hitch <laughs> which convinced me because i genuinely hate this movie really i remember watching it for the first time and i thought it was horrible Okay. I haven't seen this movie in a very long time, but from what I remember, it's like this kind of playboy, like really slick guy. I think his name is Alex Hitch or something, Alex Hitchens. And he runs a service where he helps guys that have like not a whole lot of social game try Mm -hmm. to attract women that are kind of out of their league. So he has this whole service and he's like known as secretly like the love doctor or whatnot. And then um, throughout the movie, it follows primarily him and then Kevin James. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the king of it Queen. is. <laughs> so, trying to get the love of his life. And then like throughout the movie, Hitch falls in love with like Eva Mendez, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But then like she finds out and he gets like doxxed that it turns out like Alex Hitch is the love doctor. This is the guy that's setting everybody up with like the love of their lives, you know. So people get pissed, and it, it goes on from there. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't remember where I watched it. Maybe it was DVD or maybe it was theaters. Mm-hmm. But I just remember just being like, wow, I thought that was so boring. I also could have just not been the age. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, it came out in 2005, so I was 11 years old. Yeah, which is probably the last time I've watched this. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I don't know who you're picking, but I am picking anti hitch. I just because I don't remember Princess Bride well enough. I'm Let's picking go. Yeah, bring, wheel, bring wheel, 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 wheel. Let's go. I'm trying to think if there's any other like big names that were in Hitch. I was looking at it and it didn't seem like it. I mean, when you have Kevin James, do you need anybody else? <laughs> Will Smith when he was like at the top of his game too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the cast and there's not not a lot of big names. Michael Rappaport. But it all comes down to the wheel anyways. Yeah. Wheel, wheel, wheel. Joe Truglio is in Joe Truglio. <laughs> yep. Oh, I had to burst your bubble, but no. <laughs> I just won. <laughs> Brad is three for one on the day. Let's go. How? How? This wheel is uh, clearly rigged. Another 
matchup upset. <laughs> a 14 over three seed. The committee is in shambles. In right shambles. Now. <laughs> They're getting calls. Jeez. And the Princess Bride moves on. Let's go. The Princess Bride is doing what High School Musical cannot, <laughs> bringing Disney <laughs> to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and so for our last matchup of the first round we've got friends with benefits so that's mila kunis and jt and then 13 going on 30 which has jennifer gardner and mark ruffalo mm-hmm. so brad have you seen either of these movies i have not seen friends with benefits i have seen 13 going on 30 but quite a while ago yeah so i think i Watched Friends with Benefits once. It's probably been four or five years. 13 going on 30. I've probably seen maybe three, four, or five times. And uh, last time I've seen it was probably within the last year. So you're going to be our guy. You got to be our explainer. So 13 going on 30 is kind of like a freaky Friday esque situation where. We have this girl who wishes she was popular and older. So for her birthday, she wishes that she's 30. So she wakes up and she's 30 and life picks up right there. Maybe kind of like what poor things maybe about kind of just like figuring out like the whole body and like the social dynamic and everything. I haven't seen poor things, but maybe that's similar in some aspects, but yeah, all her childhood friends are still in the movie, but they're in completely different places in life where her best friend as a child, um, they're no longer friends. Um, the girl that she wishes she was friends with in the cool click works for her. She works at like this magazine firm. Um, and yeah, it just kind of tails that and how she wants to reconnect and how maybe being older isn't all that it seems to be. So, very fond memories of 13 going on 30. <laughs> just your classic Rob Cobb. <laughs> you know, I'm just looking at, I'm looking up Jennifer Gardner, who to me is like top tier actress in terms of like popularity and you just see all over the place. Yeah. I'm looking at what she's done and she really has not done that much. I'm trying to think of what movie she's in. And if you were to like say Jennifer Gardner, I would probably just say 13 going on 30. <laughs> I think her biggest thing was Alias TV show. Oh, I forgot that she was in there. Which I know my oldest brother was big into that. Okay. She does play Electra in Daredevil. Yep. yep. Um, she is in Catch Me If You Can. She's in Pearl Harbor. That. Oh, Apparently, yep. she'll be in Deadpool 3. Yep. She's reprising her role. Spoiler, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that it just surprises me. I don't know. I don't know why I think she's she does all the Capital One, and I guess it's because she's associated with Ben Affleck. Yeah. She used so that, to be on all the Olay commercials, too. That's right. Like, yeah, that's a good Oreo. point. Yeah. Yeah, now that you said that, like she hasn't, I like can't think of like big movies she's been in. Yeah, like she doesn't do crazy, impressive, high, like um, not money, but like people thinking it's good, like Oscars worthy, you know? Yeah. So it just surprised me. 
Do you have fond memories of, or what are your memories of uh, 13 going on 30, Brad? Been a while, but I do remember being a good movie and enjoying it. Yeah. But Friends with Benefits is a movie that I have never seen. But yeah. I know you are a resident JT, Justin Timberlake yep. guy, so let I, me know. I, why, why should I watch it? You know, I love JT. I watched this movie. I could literally like not recall a single scene out of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but we just, I just want to be fully transparent. <laughs> but I do not remember anything out of this movie. I'm trying to see what the storyline is. So let's see. Mila Kunis is a New York City headhunter trying to sign Los Angeles-based art director Justin Timberlake for her client. When he takes the job and makes the move, they quickly become friends. Their friendship turns into a friendship with benefits, but with uh, Mila Kunis' emotionally damaged past and Timberlake's history of being emotionally unavailable, they have to try not to fall for each other the way Hollywood romantic comedies dictate. Spoiler alert, I think they end up together. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think it was just like, it was a rom-com, you know? I don't really remember much, so I, I think the fact that, that you couldn't remember a single thing, <laughs> you know, my vote's going thirteen, going on thirty. I would say the same. Oh, you see, now we're we're clicking again, Brad. <laughs> we're back. We're, we're, back. we're back. And another ups- upset. <laughs> okay, this is getting tough now. Yeah, and we're finally moving on to the second round. Okay, an hour and a half into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> These brackets are too fun. They just yeah. it's just talking movies, talking memories. Yeah, I think, Damn. I think that's what also adds to like a movie for me. It's like the memories. I know you and Kev talk highly about movies that you guys seen together and how that kind of like boosts the memory and how you yeah. view the movie in general. So just bring these flashbacks is awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm just, hoping that we can bring these flashbacks back to our our viewers as well. Hopefully, you guys are reminiscing on some good times back in the day. Yeah, like you guys also must have listened to Shrek as you fell asleep as an adult. Like it's just <laughs> normal stuff. That is so wild. <laughs> out of, okay, so out of the sorry to get on another tangent, but Brad, you said you had a couple movies on your iPad. What others? What other options did you? Oh have? man. I think I had one of the, not the original trilogy. I think I had some of the middle episodes one and three, one through three Star Wars. That would probably be a tough one to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Those don't make you want to fall asleep. I think I had another animated movie. Might have been The Incredibles, actually. Okay. Another, you know, viable option. Viable option, right, right. (laughs) And then let's see if the timing goes. I think Inception I had too. Okay. 2010, probably, yep. I had Inception probably, too. Probably another tough one. but That's yeah, another tough one. You're not falling asleep to that. Did you have like a sleep timer? Or like how would your iPad turn off? <laughs> no, I think it would just finish the movie and just sit there. <laughs> it's like 2 a.m. You All of a sudden. Imagine- you wake up from a nightmare and you still hear Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, <laughs> probably messed up my like internal psyche. Yeah, I'm probably damaged from it. Have you ha- have you watched Shrek since? <laughs> I have I watched Shrek. I for sure have. I for sure. Okay, have. 
And, and it didn't ruin the movie. It didn't all. ruin it. No, no. <laughs> Only enhanced the experience. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to hear. Uh, on the topic of Shrek, we got number one Shrek going against number nine, Crazy Stupid Love. Just warms my heart that Shrek's the number one scene, you know? <laughs> yeah. It really does. I, I think the committee tried, tried to do it as much as they could by gross value. And uh, oh. obviously, Shrek was a big hit at the box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's bringing in money for sure. Yeah. So with you seeing both of these movies, you know, taking, you know, the whole rom-com thing to heart, what would your vote be for this one? You know, I truly believe it'd be Shrek. Oh, wow. I just think Shrek start to finish is just an absolute heater. Yeah. Starship cast, which don't get me wrong. I mean, crazy, stupid love. Also, great movie, too. Yeah. It's a hard one. Everyone's like, <sighs> yeah, I think I just have to go with Shrek. Okay. I really okay. do. I know we were tied with Shrek and No Hard Feelings. So if things, if the spin ended up differently and No Hard Feelings would have won, how would your vote be any different? Oh, I guess it would have to be That's different. tough. <laughs> yeah. Just, just but, a what-if scenario. No, I like that. Um... I think I think I would give it to Crazy Stupid Love. Okay. Gotcha. I so. did I I mean no hard feelings. The story was succinct. Mm-hmm. The story was compact. I did like that. Mm-hmm. Again, Jennifer Lawrence was great. That other actor, I hope yeah. he does more stuff. He was really cool and he was also a great singer. Yes. Yeah. I wonder if that was actually his voice. Not knowing what we know about Zac Efron in High School Musical 1. <laughs> I was looking it up, and he is described as an actor slash singer. Oh. Yeah, nice. yeah. He's got a little JT vibe going for him. Then. <laughs> the next JT. <laughs> the next JT. You heard it here first on FAP. <laughs> but I think out of all the movies that you said that you haven't seen, I think I would recommend you to see Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, it, it ha- actually has been on my list. I've been intrigued, but for some reason, I just don't know if I've ever been a Ryan Gosling fan. Oh, really? yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen anything that he's been in. And maybe that's part of the case is that I haven't seen stuff that he's been in. Because we know you haven't seen Barbie. Yes, I have not seen Barbie. <laughs> have you seen La La Land? I have not. Another Emma Stone movie. Have you seen The Notebook? That was also a one that did not make the cut. Yeah, I have but not the, seen notebook the Notebook was up. It was right up every lady's alley. Yeah, I have not. Have you seen The Notebook? I have not. I have not. I, I, I remember that movie getting a lot of buzz. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I think that was like the start of his sexiness. Okay. Because it was gotcha. him and Rachel McAdams. Gotcha. Gotcha. Have you seen Drive? I have not. Have you seen The Nice Guys? I have not. Have you, you haven't seen The Big Short? I have not. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's just eluded me all these movies. He's, he's got I some have... good movies. I think yeah. he's eluded you. Yeah. Maybe it's just the fact that I haven't seen him in anything makes me not as intrigued. Because mm-hmm. like, I know he has that one movie coming out with... Um, Fall Guy. 
Fall Guy, exactly, with Emily Blunt, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I wasn't as high on that for, like, on my to-watch list just because, like, I haven't, you know, seen anything Ryan Gosling been in. So maybe that's my... That's interesting. You've avoided the goss. Yeah, I have a... I have... The goss has eluded me. Maybe (laughs) this is the year that I go The year of the goss? The year of the goss. (laughs) Maybe we could do an Alex Wu actor of the year and write (laughs) against the goss. Seriously, I've watched every Ryan Gosling movie and I can't get him out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> the babbies can't come soon enough. <laughs> yeah. I have been thinking that too, which is we're 11 months away. Yep. Like, damn, I need it. Yeah, but yeah. Not to get on this whole Ryan Gosling tangent. But, <laughs> but yes, I have not seen Ryan Gosling's uh, filmography but it now that I'm aware that I have not, maybe I'll be more cautious of it. Have you seen the original Blade Runner with Harrison Ford? I don't. I didn't even know there was a new or old one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ryan Gosling is in the. Is like that the, the time travel one? It's the robot, are like people one Blade Runner. Okay. Yeah, I have not seen that one. Androids, I should say. I haven't seen anyone. I, I, I have a lot of Ryan Gosling to watch. <laughs> Start scheduling in because February is the, the month of Goss. The month of Goss. I love it. <laughs> but I am very happy that Shrek moves on. Me I think too. it's the, the unsung hero, the dark horse of a rom com, and everything that this podcast is about. I think you could see it in Shrek. <laughs> yeah, it might be the number one seed based on money, but. Certainly is not the number one seed based on rom-coms. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. So next we have Superbad versus Trainwreck. So another battle of like a, a maybe a rom-com versus a non-traditional rom-com. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So I know you haven't seen Trainwreck yet, but I would probably lean towards Superbad either way. I um, think so too. It truly is a really great movie. Yeah, just a great film altogether. Maybe it gets a slide because it's more of a comedy and it was just so funny and so like groundbreaking. Uh-huh. Say. But yeah, I think Super Bad is. Yeah, we'll let it slide. Yeah. We'll, we'll let it go. <laughs> I can't define <laughs> the conference finals and Shrek going against <laughs> Super Bad for a rom com bracket. <laughs> What is going on? I leave you guys for one week. We should send him a picture of just the final four. Yes. WTF. Yes. Be like, hey, guess which uh, bracket we're doing. Yeah. You have no idea. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, love to see it, though. This is what, you know, FAP's all about, you know. We're not following the norms here. We never do. Yeah. Ezra Miller is our favorite actor. Yeah. <laughs> we go oh. against the norm. We go against the great. Oh, <laughs> rip Ezra Miller for that. Oh, rip. Also, this movie moving on just because. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, all you legally blonde heads out there. I mean, you just can't beat Ezra Miller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Reese. <laughs> oh. All right, moving on to the, the the complete other side. We got number two, Wedding Crashers, versus number 10, 50 First Dates. So I think this is more of your traditional rom-com matchup. Mm-hmm. This is tougher for me, I feel like. 
This one isn't as tough because I do remember Ooh. not loving Wedding Crashers. Okay. Versus, I really do love Fifty First Dates. I love so, the the setting in Hawaii. Yeah. I love uh, Rob Schneider playing a Samoan man with many Rob children. Schneider. That <laughs> yes, like he plays like a absolute uneducated Hawaiian man who has like yeah. a lazy eye or like a glass eye, I believe. What <laughs> <Not> about that? <laughs> yeah. It is tough to go against, you know, the Owen Wilson Vince Bond pairing. You know, I, I think those two had a very firm grasp of Hollywood for you know a couple years there. <laughs> they were on the top. Yeah, you know, they had some great collabs together. I don't know if you've seen the internship or not. Another movie I, I have not last week, <laughs> but it is. It's just a very easy. Their dynamic is very easy to play off one another. You know. I'm just looking at Owen. Owen Wilson has had. He's got a fun discography too. Yeah, because he. I mean, he's in Loki. He's in Loki. He was in Marley and Me. I've never seen that. That's based on the book where like the dog dies, and so every oh. dog owner like cries. Okay. I mean, he was the voice of, um, Speedy McQueen or whatever in Cars. Wait, he's the voice of Speedy McQueen. Mm-hmm. What? Like the red car. The red car. Lightning McQueen? Lightning McQueen. No, what? Really? Yeah. Really? That's Owen Wilson. You learn something new every time. Right? <laughs> wow. He, yeah, he's, he's, got a, he's got a cool one. Would you consider <laughs> Owen Wilson an A-list actor? Oh. Oh, that's a good question. Because, you know, before I feel like he was typecasted into, like, just funny movies. Uh-huh. You know? I, I, he never really had the serious role that I was aware of until he got into Loki. And I think Loki has opened our eyes and shown oh. that Owen Wilson has range. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say to me he's probably like a B plus. Okay. But he's the king of, like just like who he is like that kind of actor yeah exactly exactly owen wilson is just owen like i feel like that's who he is in real life yeah like he's <laughs> owen wilson yeah like before like the seth rogan like who's the other franco combo i feel like it was vince vaughn and owen wilson yes <laughs> yes or also ben stiller too oh yeah because he was in they were in zoolander together yep yeah, this is tough. Like, I have really fond memories of Fifty First Dates, and I'm trying, but I just know that Wedding Crashers is so iconic that I'm kind of pulling for Wedding Crashers. We might have to bring out the wheel. Oh, we got to get the wheel. Yeah, I'm gonna go Wedding Crashers on this one. Oh you know, yeah, Bradley, okay. Bradley Cooper's in it. Like, Will Ferrell's in it. Bradley Cooper is in it. You're right. Here we go. Yep. And we're spinning, guys. We're spinning. For those of you that are just listening along, can I pick up another oh, it's wedding crashers? And I picked it up. I picked it's it. It's wedding crashers. Dang. <laughs> wedding crashers moves on. <laughs> Good stuff. No oh, upset man. here. We sweated the hell out, but we made it. 
All right. So for our last second round matchup, we got Princess Bride, the 14 seed, <laughs> taking on the 11 seed. Yes. 13 going on 30. We're, this is going to be the Cinderella story, no matter who wins. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah. Just because I loved 13 going on 30 so much, I remember watching this with my mom. I think I have to give it to 13 going on 30. You know, I think these people are going to love it because we're going to get another spin wheel. Oh no! I gotta go. Why, Brad, I gotta why? go, Princess Brad. Brad that, why? That why? is a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> you know how I was talking about High School Musical being a cultural phenomenon. Yep. This was it for the late eighties. Yeah. Right. Here, if I could make one last pitch to you for thirteen going on thirty, let me just read off the cast. Maybe that. Maybe we can. Maybe we can just try to sway you in one direction over the other. We have Jennifer Gardner. Mark Ruffalo, which you know we both love, you just uh-huh. love the four things. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Andy Circus, Andy Circus, so, yeah. So he played Gollum, and he also has like he's a role in Marvel. I don't know exactly what it was, don't recall, but oh, he was Cir- the Black Panther, he was like an arms yes. dealer. Yep, the arms dealer. Um, yeah, maybe not as big of a cast. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm bringing to the table. <laughs> you know, I was hoping for a lot more. I'm gonna be honest. I, you know, I we respect on, the attempt. Yeah, we were going on this like list of oh, all these movies got like an A-list celebrity tier actors, and then fifteen going on thirty, just a couple. Yeah. Oh man. So we're we're back with the wheel. We're back with the wheel, folks. If you're not uh, watching on YouTube, come on, come on, fingers crossed. If Vu wins, he will even it up. By the way, three three. No, I is taking it. (laughs) The Princess Bride, a fourteen seed, has made it to the final four. What is going on? Cultural (laughs) phenomenon. Jeez. Oh, this is a good final four. It's a good final all right. four. For all our listeners right there, that maybe you're joining in late, you, you can't see our screen, you're just listening along. Our final four in our rom-com bracket, we got Shrek versus Superbad. And then we have the Wedding Crashers versus <laughs> Princess Bride. <laughs> you know, some might say there's really a one true rom-com <laughs> on this list. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever believes that doesn't know movies. Yeah, you know, you got, you got to think outside the box. You can't just typecast one movie. You know. <laughs> oh my God, this is an elite, an elite four right here. How is this the final four? <laughs> <laughs> the, the committee, the committee the is committee. <laughs> But you know they they set this up. They they're the ones that set this up. So. And then the magic just happens. The magic happens, and <laughs> shout out to the wheel for you know, <laughs> coming in clutch for The wheels time. decided a lot of this. Yeah. What what am I four and like two on the night for the wheel? Yep. Yep. Four and two. It's it's not been a good night for me and the wheel. <laughs> the wheel has not been helping you. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping we don't have any wheel choices left but who knows anything can happen in the final we four. might <laughs> we <laughs> might <laughs> all right brad okay shrek versus super bad for <laughs> our conference championship i don't even know how to think about this one yeah, yeah i guess oh. 
Like, are we All right. just rom-coms? Are we thinking movies as a whole? Like, what what is our criteria right here? What right I'm going to be working with here is I'm bringing back the rom-com criteria. It's playing, okay. a, you know, it's part of the equation. Part and of the equation. It's got a heavy weight. Memories are going into it. Okay. Also, would I want to watch it right now? Ooh. Like, do I want to rewatch it? And okay. would it bring me joy? And after I've said all of that, a lot yeah. of these are they're pretty equal here. Yeah. This so side of the sure. bracket. So if we're talking just let, let's just break down the tiers then. Like let's, yeah. right, let's go backwards. Rewatchability. Would you rather we rewatch Shrek or Super Bad? Rather watch Shrek. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the guy that used to go to bed to Shrek every day wants to watch it again. <laughs> okay, I respect it. I, I completely respect oh, that. Man. Okay, convince me why. Convince, what, what is the logic that is going into that decision? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I think the story, it takes the classic princess story, throws it on its head. Yep. All right, on. so you're getting a unique story. Mm-hmm. You're getting Mike Myers playing a lovable, angry Shrek. Ogre, sorry. Yep. And you got Eddie Murphy playing donkey. a hilarious donkey. Yeah. <laughs> all right, they then fight a dragon. Who the donkey eventually has children with. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Shrek 2. <laughs> Shout out to Shrek 2, all right? And then you're like, oh, Princess Fiona, which is um, voiced by... God. Really Andrews, is it? It is... Duh. What's her name? Cameron Diaz. Oh, Cameron Diaz? Cameron Diaz wow. voices her. And so all of a sudden you're like, oh, like she clearly doesn't give a shit about Shrek because, yep. you know, he's ugly. He's Shrek. But it turns out she's got the same. Well, she has a curse. So she's like a ogre, too. And then they fall in love and she chooses her Shrek ogre size, ogre side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she wants to be with him like that is rom-com right there. She chooses love. She chooses not superficiality and looks. Yep, she wants love. It's Shrek. Yeah. True. Okay, not you. You convinced me. What, what was our other criteria for what we're doing? Um, because rewatchability, I would probably lean towards super bad. Okay, just because I have such fond memories of you know just being in high school, being in middle school, kind of being a little troublemaker back in the day, and that's exactly what these guys did to like. A whole mother level. Yeah. <laughs> Things that I would never do back in the day. These guys did for me. <laughs> right. We lived through them. Exactly. Exactly. And just their path to get to that party was just so wild. Like going to the party and then the guy's girlfriend grinding up on Jonah Hill. And she That's had her. Right. Yeah. There was a little stain. <laughs> if you remember. A little blood stain. And I think they were trying to like smuggle alcohol with like laundry, laundry detergent bottles or something. I don't even. Yeah, it was a lot of fond memories of that movie. So, yeah, if we're we're one one right now, what what are what, what's the other criteria? Um, we're talking actual romantic comedy. Okay, is it playing a part? Yep. So, how much does the rom com, like the romantic side, play in Shrek? I would say it's like a third of it. Okay. 
but it's more towards the end. Yeah. So once you kind of like figure out she has that um, curse on her. Yeah. Yep. And then they start like falling like, oh, she's just like us, you know, she's just hurt and whatever. Yeah. And then they go on and save her with the yeah. help of the dragon mm-hmm. as a uh, Lord Farquaad wants to marry her at the wedding. And then she chooses it, and then the magic happens, and then you hear All Star by Smash Mouth. So, I mean. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because I would say probably for like the romantic part, that's probably on the back burner for Super Bad. That probably wasn't really a main focus. It was just another piece of the side plot, I'd say. Yeah. So, maybe right now, three to one in favor of Shrek. Yes. <laughs> All right, what's what? What was the last one? I think the last one was just like how good of a film it was. Yeah, like just straight up enjoyment. Yeah, I and you know, I mean I fell asleep to it for you for <laughs> a long time. So just because I haven't seen Shrek in so long, I feel like I have to give my vote to Superbad. Just maybe recency bias. So I I think that probably ties it up or scores it up two to five. So I think Shrek moves on. Ah, Shrek to the championship. I love how we finally brought that reasoning. <laughs> it only took to the elite four. It only took to the semifinals to bring that up. Because <laughs> I probably, if, if we were to go with the pass, we probably would have spun on that one too. <laughs> yeah, we for sure would have. Yeah. All right. So Wedding Crashers versus Princess Bride. The semifinals, nobody thought they'd get. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we base it off the same? Let's do it. Criteria? Otherwise, I'm going to pick Princess Bride. Yep. Okay. So, what was it? Rewatchability. Rewatchability. Which one are you more inclined to rewatch? I just. Princess Bride is a movie I would want to watch with people. Like, I want to show people Princess Bride. Yeah. I don't know if I want to show people Wedding Crashers. Yeah. But that's just also because, like, it's a difference of, like, one's family-friendly and cute. Yep. And one's just, like, a raunchy Vince Vaughn and Wilson getting dirty. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I... I may mean, I just have to give it to like recency bias overall for the newer movie. <laughs> I do enjoy newer movies. So I think my vote would be for Wedding Crashers in this scenario. We're going to go Princess Bride? You're going to go Princess Bride. So we're, we're right back in the other semifinals. 1-1. One, one, uh-huh. All right. So how much does the romantic part play in the Princess Bride? She gets that's, stolen right away. Like and the, the, entire, the, movie, right? the entire story is her... Or him going through the challenges to reach her. Yep. So, like, the, the whole plot relies on the romance. Yeah. That they have. I would say the same for Wedding Crashers, though. Because I'm pretty sure one of them falls so deeply in love or, like, infatuated that they, like, go into, like, this deeper, go to the family's house and everything. Where that's a big part of the movie. Yeah, so, I, remember, I remember the scene where they're all eating dinner, I think, and the crazier one is like smashing Vince Vaughn's balls with her feet, like, yeah. trying to give him a foot yeah. job, but just <laughs> mashing away. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. 
Yeah, I definitely would want to watch that with my parents. <laughs> but as far as like the romantic element in the movies, I'd probably say this is probably an even one. Then. Another one one. Another one one. So right now we're at two two. So last part, like just is this movie as a whole? Yeah. Just like enjoyability. Movie as a whole, like good movie. Yeah, enjoyability. Where are you sitting, Brad? I, I feel like I know where your vote's going. <laughs> It's going Princess Bride. It had, such a, it had such a cultural impact, and like in my sphere that I was around, like people I had met in college were like, Princess Bride was like their favorite movie. Okay, so I feel like the nostalgia factor and the memories are playing. Oh yeah, they've, they've got you on this one. They got me. That can respect, and you're staying firm. I'm staying firm. Which yeah, bring out the wheel. We're getting the final four wheel. We're getting the final four. <laughs> cool. Let's just change it up. It's it's four and two right now. It has not been my night for the wheel. But can my luck switch? Here we go, folks. Yep. Let's see for a it. shot at the championship to take on Shrek. No, Fat Nation, come on. Oh, my. Princess <laughs> Ryan. What? <laughs> I'm sitting at five and two for the day. I'm not <laughs> oh buying my lottery tickets. God, I'm a lucky guys. guy today. <laughs> the Princess Bride moves on. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? Let's have Wedding Crashers move on. I want each of us to have a side. Okay. Are you sure? Uh huh. This is. Are you Are you sure, Brad? Absolutely. Okay, we're we're changing this up. We're it was close. I mean, it was tied three three. So it was tied three three. Brad's gonna give me this one, <laughs> and we're we're appreciative. <laughs> so we've got. <laughs> <laughs> this is we all knew this was coming. The the one and the two seed make their way to the final as the committee drew up, but the paths to the final is something that I think nobody could have predicted. No way. <laughs> No way. <laughs> so, Shrek and Wedding Crashers. How do you want to break this down, Brad? What, what are we thinking here? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to log into Chat GPT, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to ask it for some criteria. Yep, on how to rate a romantic comedy. Uh huh. Okay. I love how each round is a different criteria. <laughs> Every time's different. Every time's different. Hey, that's what FAP's about. You stay on your toes. And we're stay just re toes. redefining. We're redefining what it is to, you know, we're redefining the movie scales. So I'm going to say, what five categories should we use to. Determine which romantic comedy movie is the best of them all. Let's see what we get. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. First off, we have plot and storyline. Okay. Then, very, very fair criteria. Then chemistry between leads. Oh, we haven't. That, that's super important. We haven't talked about that all night. 
<laughs> that is never been brought. We're just waiting to the finals, man. <laughs> We're just waiting to the finals. Yo. Humor and wit, character okay. development, and then direction and cinematography. Okay. And then if we need to, we go to the wheel. Yep. Okay. We each get a vote for each round. Uh-huh. Very so we'll have 10 total votes. 10 total votes. Very well. Could be a 5-5 five, five situation. We'll see what it shakes down to be. But I have a feeling that I have a feeling that this will not go down to the wheel. We shall see. So we'll yeah. start with plot and storyline. So mm-hmm. is it engaging and unique? Does it have a good balance? Original and creative. I would give it to Wedding Crashers for plot and storyline. Like, have you ever seen a story about dudes crashing weddings (laughs) (laughs) to try to get laid? (laughs) I think I'm going with you on that. Because I'm thinking it's all about fairy tales and Shrek. And sure, they're going against, like, the grain of, like, oh, Mm -hmm. you know... An ogre is saving the princess, and then she's yeah. an ogre. But I think the the bricks in this house of Shrek are some pretty similar stuff. Yeah. Yep. They're taking a you know popular concept maybe and uh-huh. maybe re- reinventing it. Exactly. But we're wedding wedding crashers is just reinventing rom coms. <laughs> uh huh. So I'm okay. I'm glad we were able to agree on that one, Brad. So Wedding Crashers is up 2-0. Yep, 2-0. Now we're on to chemistry between leads, between the main characters. Mm-hmm. So how strong is the chemistry? Is it enhance the romantic aspects, making it more enjoyable? Yeah, so just to remind me on Wedding Crashers, does Vince Vaughn end up with Isla Fisher, or I don't recall. Let's just do a quick little dive here yeah. with a chit chat. Probably so pull up with good old wiki. Old wiki. Yeah, it says, after the wedding, the two couples drive away from the ceremony and discuss crashing another wedding together. So he does end up with her. Uh-huh. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's attracted to crazy. Yep. So Shrek and Fiona, I'd say, I'd say there's really good chemistry there. I mean, at first, she was kind of disgusted by Shrek, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm remembering correctly, and then probably like, because she's disgusted by herself. Exactly, she and then, already like, was cursed. Yep, and throughout the movie, like you see the bond grow to what it is. Whereas, you know, Wedding Crashers, like I don't even remember, like me not even remembering if Vince Vaughn ended up with <laughs> a girl. Probably speaks to the chemistry. Whereas, did you remember the donkey and the dragon were together? I do, I do. Okay, I'm gonna give I'm I'm gonna give this one to Shrek. (laughs) All right, we're back up two two here. Yeah, we're back up two two. Oh, this is a close. This is what you want, though. You that's what you want out of a finals. Yeah, you want it to go to OT. Maybe not humor, but OT. (laughs) (laughs) 
So now we're on to the humor and wit, how genuinely funny it is, evoking laughter. How clever. Yes. Ooh. Can make an argument for either one. I yeah. Think. This one, I think this one's just preference. And My preference maybe, is to Shrek. Yeah, and maybe recency bias is going to affect me here where... I'm trying to think if I thought Wedding Crashers was that good. I, I don't even remember. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I I remember Shrek being very funny though. Uh-huh. It, is is it still does the does the humor still hold up today? Is my question. That's a, that's a good question. Like as as an adult watching the movie, did you enjoy it as much more or less than you remember as a kid? I would say, yeah, I still very much enjoyed it. Yeah, because I remember enjoying Shrek as a kid. I might give this one to Shrek. <laughs> yeah, I, I might give the humor portion to Shrek. Is Shrek a... <laughs> Honestly, before today, I did not consider Shrek to be a rom-com <laughs> until you added it to the list. <laughs> I think I was just like Googling like lists of rom-com just so I can like refresh my memory. And I think Shrek was just thrown in there in the middle somewhere. And I was like, yeah, that does... That's Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny. It's got music and it's like, there's romance. There's romance. It is romance-based. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we are at... It was 2-2. So, so We're not 4-2 Shrek, right? Yep. Your vote for humor and wit is, is Shrek. Yeah, is going Shrek. Yep. All right. Character development. So how they oh. developed over the movie. Okay. So I guess for Wedding Crashers, the only character development was when he was at the funeral. He decided it wasn't for him. So then he went to his friend's wedding. I guess that's a big character moment. Um, you could probably say like both of them, right? Develop, you think? Vince yeah. and Owen? Yep. And then yeah. Rachel McAdams' character, probably not much. She was just a good person. Yeah. Because Owen was more of like the partier, the playboy, and then he settled down, right? So, yeah. But on the other side, for Shrek, there's huge character development, just like what you were saying with Fiona, you know, realizing that being an ogre is being her true self and not hiding from it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I have to give this one to Shrek. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and I'm assuming you're doing the same. <laughs> yeah, I just think, yeah, I think the development with Fiona, with Shrek, because yeah. he, he went from being an ogre in the swamp that he hated everybody Yeah. to going out of his way to helping somebody. Yeah. It's six to two right now. Which which category are we at? Are we at the we end with direction and cinematography. So we're on the fourth one right now, right? Yeah, that was character development was the fourth. Okay. So the last one is basically, you know, how visually appealing was it? And uh, visuals, camera work, overall production quality. I remember Shrek being very well animated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It did have Superstar by Smash Mouth. Yes. <laughs> the more that I'm thinking about it, the more I'm realizing maybe Wedding Crashes wasn't all bad. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I should have fought harder for 51st Date. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was kind of hoping 50 first dates would have gotten in. Yeah. I I think I'm going to give it to Shrek on this round, and I'm assuming you're going to as well. (laughs) Yeah. I think for what it was, because, God, when did Shrek actually come out? That's got to be like, oh, nine? 2001. What? (laughs) 2001. Not bad. (laughs) That's not bad for when it came out. And it's still big in Europe right now. (laughs) It's still big in Europe. (laughs) They're still killing it over there. Yeah. So based off that last rating scale that ChatGPT came up with for us, I think Shrek wins on a landslide. (laughs) So for our fat Valentine's Day edition, we had (laughs) Shrek winning the best (laughs) rom-com. So on Valentine's Day, all you listeners or your entourage, just make sure you're playing Shrek for your lovely lady or lovely man out there. Yes. And uh, for anyone saying that Shrek isn't a rom-com, let it be known that it is the rom-com of all rom-coms. <laughs> it is the rom-com. <laughs> so, wow. Not, Based not... on Reddit, Shrek is a romantic comedy, so... Okay, and you, you gotta trust Reddit. You gotta. Yep. <laughs> For our first episode without Kev, I don't think we did too poorly. I think we did pretty well. Brad. The fact that we did two hours. We just did a two-hour episode. Is insane. <laughs> we just did a two-hour episode without Kev on rom-coms where Shrek won. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna, I want you to make sure that you remember that sentence because I want you to text that to our <laughs> That is wow. incredible. What, what a night it has been for the Filmaholics Entertainment Podcast. I better snip this <laughs> just for the bands. Absolutely. <laughs> This is what what a bracket. And, you know, this is what brackets are for. They're uh-huh. bring back good memories to spark conversation and to spark debates. And you just, you know, you just get to find out what's the best movie out there. And it turns out it's Shrek. Turns out Shrek is... Uh, <laughs> I feel like Shrek's going to win a Fappy this year. <laughs> 2001 movie's about to win a Fappy. <laughs> oh... Yeah, I think we're all gonna need to rewatch Shrek at some point. Yeah, I, I'm trying to maybe we can come up with a Shrek award. Oh, yes. Oh man, but wow, what an episode, Brad! I love what every moment of it. An episode. I, I truly, it's just a blessing. It's just a blessing to be able to mm-hmm. connect with the boys. You know, one of the boys was gone, but just you know, yeah. Boo Radley and Vu hanging out. Talking rom-coms for two hours? Talking rom- Time you know, flies and, by. An underrated movie category in my in my eyes. I have to admit, you know, I don't yeah. did not give it a lot of um, credit growing up because I always was like, I'm a real man. That's not for yeah. me. Yep. But as you grow up and you mature and you become a real man, mm-hmm. you realize what's what's out there. And it's Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe this just happened. <laughs> It's so crazy to me. But you know what? That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. We're here to give the people what they want, and it's just a bracket of craziness. It is. That that was a wild bracket. <laughs> and I'm curious as to how things would have been different. If the if wheel Kev, was different. Yeah. If or if Kevin, wheel, yeah. If, if the wheel was replaced by Kev. I, I, 
honestly, I still think Shrek probably wins. <laughs> I think next episode we should bring it up and just do a quick walkthrough. Just be like, hey, yeah. Kevin, like, where's your vote at? And yeah, where's your vote at? Like, what do you think? Did, did the wheel, you know, play a bigger part? Uh-huh. So. Okay, if we if we were just to take a step back and if Princess Bride didn't make it to the finals, where would your votes land? I think a lot of my votes probably would have landed for Shrek as they did. Yeah. I think... Oh, yeah. I think Shrek is just a better form of Princess Bride. Yeah. True. It's very similar, actually, yeah. probably. He's trying yes. to save the person. Without the ogre aspect of the animation. <laughs> right. <laughs> One's yes. just late 80s, one's early 2000s. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's interesting now that I think about it, that they're pretty similar. They are very similar movies. Which is probably why it makes sense that both went pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it was, what a great time hanging out talking rom-coms on the Filmaholics podcast. Absolutely. Right? Like I said, this is just the highlight of my week. Yep. So the fact that we could do it, even without our star performer, our host, our yeah. papa, yep. we hope we we hope we made him proud when he listens to this, and when we talk Absolutely. about it, when we yep. uh, get together again. I can't. I, yeah, I can't wait for him to give his opinion on the next episode. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll have to bring this up. There's no chance that we don't bring this bracket up. No, we have to. <laughs> we he, we need to know his opinion. What would have yep. been different? What are yep. his thoughts? I just. I'm fingers crossed that this episode records properly. And no, I know, right? It later. <laughs> we'll see That's when it. I hit end record. But nope. for now, everyone, thank you for listening. Follow us on all of our all of our things. Do I even know what our things are? I don't. But yeah, find follow us, us, follow us. Yeah, follow comment. us on. We have an Instagram. We have a YouTube. We have a Spotify. So make sure you find us there. Filmaholics mm-hmm. Entertainment Podcast. Come and tell you weekly slash bi-weekly. <laughs> Whenever we can. Yeah. But everyone, keep on fapping. We can't wait to Dune 2 with you as we all fap <laughs> together in the theaters. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. So oh. it's been great. Thanks for thanks for putting this together, Brad. Absolutely. Know. This was a great time. Yeah, it's always a great time. It's always a great time. And with that, listeners, you have a wonderful night. Or morning. Yep. And we'll see you later. Peace out, guys.